0: Oh shit, I'm missing out on something.
1: Three, two,
0: one, boom, bam, blam, sham, as Batch would say, we're live, motherfuckers. Hello, welcome to the Empty Space Podcast, episode number 97. We got a very, very great episode, if you can't tell from the music already, we got music for sad people coming on to the podcast to talk about them, who they are. We got Brett from the band itself, and it's very exciting because this is something we've been trying to get together, and honestly, the message behind this, as if you can't tell already, Music for Sad People is basically the Empty Space podcast. So very excited to get this going, very excited for you to hear all about Music for Sad People. But before we get into this interview that you will be listening to, Let's talk a little bit about Music for Sad People before we even get Brett on here. Uh, music for Sad People, um, you know, Brett came from all over the place. He was in four different bands. He got tired of writing about, you know, meaningless subjects, as he would say. Uh, he heard so many people talk about how music saved them, and he decided to try and write music with the intentions of saving people. He uh, He started Music for Sad People, also known as MFSP. Uh, With, you know, now with the full intention to lower the youth suicide rate and help the people that come after him with matters that uh, he's already gone through. So if that doesn't speak Empty Space Podcast, I don't know what does because that is spot on. So I think with a little background like that, we're ready to go. Batch is here with us. I'm here with you. And we got Brett. Let's bring Brett in for episode number 97 of the Empty Space Podcast.
2: Hey, how's it going? Yo, what What's is up, buddy? Up? Uh, nothing much, nothing much. It's just really cold and wet and rainy over here, so. Oh, nice. Where oh, Where are you at? Um, We're from Houston, Texas.
3: Oh, shit. Okay. So, I not so it got know, cold there.
2: Uh, Yeah, <laughs> when it gets, it's either like, you know, uh, butt ass naked hot or a uh, bundle up cold. It's either like completely sweaty or it's everything's frozen, so no in between.
0: All right. So what's what is cold for you? What is the the degree, the temperature um, over there?
2: Well, we've had a you know we had the big freeze uh like a year and a half ago, so that got like to zero. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean for me, like anything below fifty is pretty cold for me.
0: Mm, okay. Okay. So yeah, what is yeah. it today?
2: What is it right now? Let me look that up. Don't know. <laughs> It's probably it's probably like I'm probably just being a bitch, but I I (laughs) should say like 62. It's 55 right now. Oh, come on, bro. It's like
0: 30 degrees here.
2: My my proof right here in the pudding. There you go. I
0: love it. I love it. (laughs) Hey, Ah, man. Brett, right? Yes, sir. Uh, dude, appreciate you coming on so much. Uh, yeah, I know it's been in the works for a little bit here. Appreciate your patience. Uh, you know, welcome to the Empty Space podcast where we talk mental health, we talk music, and we just talk about literally everything from uh, Funko Pops to
3: uh, Beanie's. Yeah. Yo, dude, <laughs> if I was in my old, the old studio, yo, you would see some shit. <laughs> he has the same setup
0: as you pretty much, except it's like, I mean, I, I don't just know how far your Funko goes, but his bins are like up to the
3: ceiling. To the ceiling
2: uh so like i collect you know a wrestling i collect mostly the movie funko pops but i got really big into like the comic book first appearance ones the big ones uh, marvel and then like over here in my corner i'm not going to show it because like my room's (laughs) fucking filthy but um i have like all my music pops like all the mcr got ghost uh kiss guns and roses acdc wow um a a bunch of others so like i had to get rid of a bunch recently because like i got tired of just like buying like whole sets of waves and like like because like the marvel pops get like out of hand they'll like Mm -hmm. they'll make five of the same one but it's like they're all doing different poses so like i like dwindled it down because i'm like i'm only gonna get one of this appearance (laughs) dope
3: that's yeah yeah. i'm the like i'm like i have every office one and like uh, it's just like different outfits i'm like i gotta i gotta have michael as santa like i can't not yes 100 <laughs> percent.
2: no like then, i used i used to have the office pops but then it was just like it kind of just kept going i thought it was like gonna be like a limited run i got all yeah yeah and then I just kept fucking putting them out and they were so hard to get at first and now it's just they're just fucking everywhere i'm like okay because like i know wow. like the rarity of funko will never be the same because it got so popular and now they're just like okay they fill the market up so mm-hmm. like it's not even like like you're finding something rare anymore. So no. Some of those bad old bad boys they sell for some good money, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like there's um there's this place called um culture shock right down the, the road for us, like in our local mall, and that's all they do is just buy and resell pops. Like oh, shit. they'll go in, like, yeah, I'll give you forty bucks for this sell for two hundred. And it's just like Damn. Wow. So, yeah, there, there's there's people like the, the hot topics around, around here, like people will line up for like a day just trying to get like a special release knowing that they're going to get a another (laughs) shipment in. So I just, you know, it is what it is. You know, you have fanatics everywhere. So. Oh Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I I have two Funko pops and
0: one was a gift from batch. It's goofy from the goofy movie. And then I bought (laughs) Thor as a gingerbread um, gingerbread Christmas Thor. (laughs) Those are two good options. Yeah. Yeah. The
2: goofy movie is an underrated Disney movie. Facts. That is very true.
0: Great movie. I grew up on that movie, dude. I used to watch it all the freaking time, man. But I haven't watched it in a minute. Maybe I'll watch it this, like, this coming weekend or something. Something to
3: do. I think I have... Uh, let me see. I'm pulling up the app now. It'll tell me. Oh, the app for... Do you have I the app have, for Funk Vibes? I have 493. Jesus Christ. You know what?
2: I got that same app, and now
3: I'm pulling mine up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> let me pull
2: mine up. Hold on. Let me count two. <laughs> <You> got. <laughs> You show me mine. I'll show you yours. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> um, I'm at 364. Damn. Okay. Right
3: there.
0: Damn. You yeah. guys are like head to head with that one. Shit. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Great addiction.
3: I t- yeah. I told, I told my fiance I was going to stop at the Green Day ones. When they came out with Green Day, I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I've seen all I needed to see. And then like, I think like two weeks later, they announced like some new office ones. And I was like, you know how I said I was done? They pulled me right back in. That's
2: how I get you're you. like, you're like, I'm done. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just immediately. <That's> yeah.
3: <laughs> you're done. done. I'm in. That's
0: like Blink had theirs come out too. Oh
3: yeah, I got those ones too. Did I already come in? Not yet. Have they you even know, shipped I... out? Uh I think this month they do.
2: Uh the you're talking about the three pack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's already
3: out here. What? Oh, is it? Yeah,
2: like, so, like, oh, my hot topic is shit, like, way early, and, like, that, that, that's kind of, the, like, the thing, like, because, like, I also collect, like, action figures and things like that, so, like, I kind of know, like, go to the toy department, go to the guy who doesn't want to be there, doesn't <laughs> work there, get him to go in the back, get you the shit that's not supposed to be out quite yet, and then. Yeah, oh, goes, right. Got it all set oh, up. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, I told myself I was, like, not going to collect DC, because I'm, like, DC has no idea what the fuck they're doing. But then the Batman movie came out. I watched the movie. I'm like, okay, I bought the I bought some of the pops. And then I told myself Black Adam's gonna suck. I'm like I'm like, is this gonna suck? <laughs> like, and I, I told I only went to go watch it because I'm a huge wrestling fan. So like I love yeah. the Rock. And I, I ended up loving the fucking movie so much. And then I just started. I'm like, fuck, God damn it! Like, I got passed up on a chase too. So oh um, no. So then I ended up I, I was able to find it still. So I was like, still happy about it. But I'm awesome. like, fuck, like I'm such a gullible bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all right, so you have, what, 300 and
0: something you just said? Yeah, 364. All right, 364. <laughs> Do you ha- even have, is it possible to have a favorite?
2: You know, I think I really love the the Marvel, like, uh, two-pack scene packs where it's like they're doing, like, I think right now my favorite one has to be Dead Strange versus the Scarlet Witch that I have. Ooh.
3: Oh, that's a cool one
2: like it, it's I an action scene which it. is like i yeah. really love when they do shit like that and now they're coming out like um out the allison change four pack i'm i'm looking for and then kiss is, is having it... one with the stage now it's yeah like, i'm looking forward to those now so it's i like, think i'm gonna
3: get it, the AC/DC one
2: yeah i'm thinking about like because i have the black and ba- uh black three pack and then i also yeah. have the angus young chase and the yep. album art and i'm like i'm like I really don't need this many ACDC. I, like, I have more ACDC pops than I do like other vinyl. So I'm like, that's great. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I mean, I'm not that big of a fan either. I need to like select one, but I'm thinking the one with the stage. I don't think they can like go up from that. So,
3: yeah, no, I, I got the, uh, the guns N' roses. The, uh Appetite for this. Distur- like when they first started doing the album cover things, I got the guns N' roses one just cause like, like my fiance was like you already have guns and roses i'm like yeah but their faces are skulls now like, <laughs>
2: yeah they're like, they're like just duh. a little bit different <laughs> um
3: <laughs> no no here's how gullible
2: i am so like the black parade is one of my like my like my yep. favorite rock opera of all time and they came out with a pop of the parader you know doing the thing yeah with the, the, one with have, the album yeah and the thing is funko has such poor quality control like the only like i have two mcr pops that are fucked up like he's not on his stand in the box and i hate taking them out of the box and packages but on the album ones in particular you can't pop them open without cracking the whole thing so i had oh, to like no. take the wrapping off and just, like somehow on the back twist it to where he looks like he's still standing oh, and like no it, it was but it's like to try to buy him was like 200 and he was 50 bucks right in front of me i'm like well i mean fuck wow. i'm like fuck I'm like I can I can risk it for fifty bucks, but two hundred if I spend two hundred dollars for resale, then I'm more of a gullible bastard, you know? <laughs> right, right, <For> sure. <laughs> so that's how I justify it. Jesus yeah. Christ!
3: I'm the same way. I, he he gets it. He gets me, Steve. I was gonna say you two were talking about bands you like, <laughs> like the
0: old school rock ones, and then the Funko Pops, which both of those things I'm not really into. I don't ha- hate them. I I respect them. I just I'm not. That's not my thing. So it's, <laughs> it's not like I was talking to Batch. That's pretty funny shit but you got the nice uh you got the nice microphone dude i like hearing
2: good quality this is great yeah no thank you um i appreciate that yeah uh this is uh what we're going to be recording like our next ep on and then eventually this is going to become our kick drum mic so oh let's go that's perfect for a kick drum that's what
3: uh that's what me and steve are looking to get eventually
2: you know uh uh, sweetwater is about to have a sell but um hold off just a bit because uh guitarathon at guitar center i think these are now like 389 in a normally, oh, like wow. 400, yeah. So, I mean, it's a little bit of savings, but you know, a little bit of savings can go a long way, especially like oh, yeah, hell yeah, for 100%. sure. Well, sp- speaking
0: on you know, recording and all
1: that stuff,
0: uh, I want to know music for sad people, MFSP. Dude, talk to me, what is this? What <laughs> are you? How did this happen? Blah blah blah. Millions of questions, but um, let's just
2: start with what you are, man, and how this happened you all you know um i guess uh the best way to describe our genre is we're just we're just an alt-rock band you know uh every like alternative right but like we just you know we have we have a plain rock song plain punk we have you know a pop rock you know the album kind of kind of was a like an arrangement of just songs we wanted to make we didn't really have a set like we gotta stick to this sound it was we had good music made and we wanted to release it but um you know uh yeah, music for Sound, sad people was founded in 2018. But trying to find dedicated members for a band that's your revision is almost impossible. You know, it's very hard to find a group of guys around the same age, share the same vision as you. And you know, I ended up just starting making everything myself. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it start, you know, it started with me, and then I took my time writing the album. And I mean. There's a bunch of demos that didn't get released. You know, we for the deluxe, we ended up releasing one of the demos, but, um, you know, we uh, music helped save me, you know, and I guess like, you know, music for sad people is like, I have a goal, you know, I make fun of myself. I say, hey, I fucked up. I'm an idiot, but I learned. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people need to hear that, and especially like being like, I guess, like a guy in the music industry being very forward with myself and saying hey yeah i cheated on a girl hey yeah i have insecurities it's like the least attractive thing a guy can do in music Mm. but it's like i don't really care about that at the same time you know like i will make fun of myself just for somebody else to get a giggle get a laugh and um you know like i'll have a lot of lyrics repeated back to me uh just like in public passing now which has kind of been insane and you know, like it's resonated with people. Some people have gotten the lyrics tattooed on them. And oh, wow. That's a cool yeah. feeling. Yeah, I told them they made a mistake, but, you know, they didn't listen. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it's like, you know, what's really funny is like when you're performing live on stage, sometimes, um, you know, you have your really dedicated crowd in the front row and, you know, they're singing back to you. And then I'm singing at them, but then they don't know the words. And then, so like, I start like, I start mouthing them. I'm like, oh shit, that's not the words. Ah. And I have, I have the rest <laughs> of my bandmates like, what the fuck, fuck is, is going he on? on. <laughs> and like, like, last night we did a show and I had that happen where it's like, you know, like the guy who was doing sound, he was like, like nigh into it at all. But, and then it's like, I hop off stage uh in the front and I'm singing along and they're like, the people are just completely thrashed in the front of me. Like, they are slobbery drunk just screaming gibberish so i start just kind of humming my own song am like <laughs> what, what is my own words again like, and then like sometimes like on the fly i'm like man that would have been a better lyric here i'm gonna use it anyway hey <laughs> too late now and but that's what that's makes cool. you know our shows like so like i don't know inclusive is like you know i if you wanted to listen to the album in its full integrity you know you can just stream it for free but if you come to
3: a show you gotta make it a show so yeah sure
2: yeah i feel like i rambled on along about no no you're good man (laughs) that's
3: that's dope
0: yeah that's that's perfect i i like first off a bunch of comments um first i love music for sad people obviously us being a mental health podcast i mean literally we have a hoodie that says sad songs make me happy you know we resonate with you know what you're doing you know completely man and then Another thing is being so open and honest and just, you know, vulnerable is the real word. Um, You know, that is so important. You know, it's something that I feel more people need to hear. And it's just being real and honest with yourself. Like you saying, I cheated on someone or I fucked up or uh, I, I did this. I tried to commit suicide. I, I hate myself, like all these things that we think that we don't talk out loud, like like, yeah, like some people may think it's, you know, funny or giggle at like you saying these, you know, funny th- or whatever they call it uh things. But like, man, it's so empowering to have people make music or to just talk about things that they've been through in real time, because that's something that, you know, there's a stigma on and, and we talk about it all the time. And that's why we started our podcast, man. We started this podcast for the sole purpose of, you know expressing our real feelings and telling people our story so that they can relate so when we saw your music and in the stuff you're promoting and like you know it goes hand in hand so it's really cool to see you know what you're doing why you're doing it And, and, and i'm very happy to have you on so we can get into more you know depth about you know the band and and it's integrity and all that, but you know, props to you, props to you. That doesn't, Mm -hmm. it's not easy to just, you know, I, you know, talk about, you know, the things that you talk about and and put it out there, you know, and, and I think a lot of people that'll, that'll go past them. They'll just think of it as lyrics. Um, but the real people that know will, will be like, that must've taken a lot out of them. So props to you for that, man. I know I rambled too. So, um, but with that being said, how do you guys, Produce your music. Is it all you? Do you do it yourself? Do you edit it? Do you have somebody for you? And how many people are in this group? Did you decide to, you know, you said that at first it was a struggle to find people your age. Like, what, what is your process right now as far as creating music? Because you do have a lot of beautiful, different fucking things. I was listening to your shit and it's like, you know, uh, the drive sounds like MCR. You can see the influence. You have like you. other music that's like, I don't even know how many instruments are fucking in it, but there's a bunch <laughs> of instruments in it. Um, there's some that are just like instrumentals with like, you know, almost angels and airways vibes of like these melodic sounds with like people humming or talking in the background. There's just a lot going on, but it like fits and it's really good. Yeah. And then your 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 um vibrato is crazy with a lot of songs. So like, Thank you. Thank where where is the building structure? How did how did how is that going? if you get um, what I'm trying to say, I said, a yeah,
2: lot. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess to touch on a couple points, um, the process is I really, I love reading poetry. Like I know that's like, like I grew up in the world of sports. So it's like, you know, I'm, I never was like, I was a basketball player, but like, I never was like indulged in certain type of rap songs that didn't mean anything. So I really kind of started like digging into like what lyrics meant. And then I started finding out poetry that they would reference. And it's like, my favorite artists like uh i guess to mention like uh gerard way uh maddie yep. healy um ryan ross from panic you know when panic was panic um i was gonna say you was... resemble him a lot
3: <laughs>
2: thank you thank you, you seriously Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what that's a compliment man i'm not yep. i'm not complaining he, you know um <laughs> but um so they read a lot of old, old poetry and it's like, it's just getting inspired. So it's like, I start with lyrics first, which an, a lot of uh, bands don't do. Mm-hmm. I normally have like, if I know like this song is the line, like um, I like can wish I could go on without you. A lot of people think that's a breakup song, but no, it's the first steps to recovery. And that was the line. It's like, I told myself like I was lying in bed, had cry- I was crying, I sat up, I'm like, fuck, I wish I could go on without you. And that was a song that helped getting those feelings out so you know and uh then the next step is trying to figure out what does the song sound like and um i was listening to a just a lot of like um like a passenger um he's a little folk artist i don't i don't know if you can call him little anymore after like his song hit like i don't know two billion streams but sure. um i listened to a lot of you know uh his newer stuff you know he made the song let her go and he just it was just really nice and folky and I was just, you know, he's very honest with his lyric writing. And, you know, so I started listening to him and I wanted to replicate something, you know, an atmosphere and make it my own. And then, you know, like like you asked, is there anybody else? And, you know, um, right now it's just me and a drummer. Um, I know y'all were talking to Angel. She's like the manager, graphic designer and director. So like the music videos, everything she (laughs) she designs everything by hand and she's awesome. She does the stuff that I can't, I can't do to make, you know, this picture complete. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, um, me and my drummer, we then go into the demo stage and we'll have five, 10 demos. And I'm, he will get angry at me a lot because I will, I'll scrap something that we've spent tens, 20. And like, oh, I think shit. we right now, right now we're working on a song that we've been doing for like five months now. And i was gonna put on the ep but i'm like no this is too good it's gonna be on the next album and he's like why why are we focusing this hard on it but it's like so you know i am like a a perfectionist and so like you know even like the first album you know we did everything ourselves and you know we gave ourselves a a deadline so we wouldn't push it back and we were up till 3 a.m still mixing the day of release so it's like okay we soundcloud went through right way, but like the official release to all the platforms took a couple of days to process and um you know so like it, it, it's a struggle because we are independent and you mm-hmm. know don't get me wrong i'd love to get signed but also at the same time i love the freedom i have you know i can take right. my time with things and you know um like we did the music video ourselves and you know uh we <laughs> like the music video we ended up going to a park that just looked really run down and <laughs> you know trying like to get over on the other side because it was in front of a lake but it was like under a highway which gave us yep. that kind of look we were looking for we were we rigged up something to lower down the drum kit and it wasn't like a fake kit or nothing we used our real drum kit so if we drop it we're fucked oh yeah <laughs> jesus and then um you know we brought um you know uh everyone along and we bought like tripods and we filmed the whole thing off of our iphones like no shit we yeah Love we had three wild. we had three iphones and this is what mine looks like currently actually no let me take the case nice. off you know the uh <laughs> so this is what you know it looks like this little nice. old thing so you know we have a lot of passion behind it but yeah um but yeah like in uh, the instrumentation like we don't i don't want to say like i don't want to sound like a very pretentious band but like we don't limit ourselves we'll do every genre no we're not going to do every genre but We're going to touch on most. Like, I am from Houston, but I love alt rock and things like that. But, you know, so like the folkiness of Lechezon with those guitars or Wish I Could or By Your Side, you know, I let a little bit of my Southern draw. It's my favorite song. Which one? By by Your Side. That's my favorite song. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, by your side. Needs, yes, needs more. Hands down, dude. That was
0: the first song, not to interrupt what you're saying, but that was the first song when I listened to the whole album. I that was the first one I was like that's going on my liked um, for uh, YouTube because that's what I use. So, thank anyways, you, thank you.
2: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish I wish YouTube. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm doing good on Spotify and Apple Music, but like YouTube. YouTube's um, hard, man. It's really yeah, YouTube's hard. tough. It's like 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 the music video did well because I can send that to people and like yeah. they'll listen. But it's like like my g- close group of friends, you know. I don't want to keep some like, hey, yeah, go ahead and like <laughs> <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> yeah so it's like it's tough yeah so but um but then yeah like uh god i was uh what was that what was my point uh blah, 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 blah. um but yeah the instrumentations and stuff like that so the one um you're talking about the uh angelic sound like i lost my mom last november or not la- yeah the last november 11th and um wow. i started working on her song all the way back in january which was i mean the idea of the song was um it wasn't going to be a song. It was going to be a more or less a memorial piece. But you know, when I performed different versions of it live, that's when I started getting like people to really connect, saying, "Hey, yeah, I lost my grandpa. I lost my, I lost my dad. I lost my, uh, lost my cousin. Uh, I lost my brother and sister." You know, people were mm-hmm. saying like, "Hey, I did not know what music for sad people was about. Thought y'all were a bit cringe. Then y'all <laughs> played that, and I started bawling tears." Mm-hmm. So like, um, when I was writing it, you know, she got put on a ventilator um, which, you know, basically is like basically a coma, you know? Yeah. And, you know, she basically got getting promised. She'll, you know, she'll make it out, you know, she had COVID she'll get better. She'll get better. And so like the idea was how can we, you know, I wanted to replicate the hospital sounds and the noises that she would be hearing. And Oh, wow. uh, The idea is like, I'm talking the whole time through that, but it sounds like a complete jumbled mess, but Basically, the idea is when you're hearing my voice clear and clear, it was actually her slipping further and further from life, Jesus. and that that was wow. the idea, and that's why the sudden stop, the hospital noise, and all you heard was me and the angelic noise. And you know, um, you know, she was very religious. She, you know, she was a Christian, and you know, basically, I wanted to honor her and her respective, um beliefs, and so that's why you know, those trumpets and noises in the background, you know, are referenced in uh, in the Bible, saying so, you know when God calls you. So. That was my thing it's like you know it's your time to go and even if you're religious or or not you know um it's been for everybody and people have really been like, like that it was kind of shock because i just dropped it i didn't want to yeah. do a countdown like we normally do i didn't want to like advertise it was just this is something for me to kind of put a part of me to rest so i can go to sleep and you know we had people reach out and add it to our playlist and like we had band or pages that we've never ever had contact with added us to hey new music friday check out what these guys are doing and it was just like that was just like really like wholesome for me and then people again keep messaging saying like hey like you know uh this song made me like kind of forgive myself because you know i talk about a lot of things that i did wrong you know i drove her to the hospital but it's like maybe if i talked her out of it maybe maybe if i did this maybe if i did this oh what if i stayed home last christmas and that was kind of thing was I have to say these things out loud and nobody was in the room, you know, there's nobody there, but I said it out loud. I said it in a recording, I'm confessing what I did wrong. Even though I can't go back and change it, I can at least start to mend myself. Hmm. And I mean, that's, that's the thing with, with the death, you know, death doesn't happen to you, the person dying. It happens to everybody around, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's kind of a weird thing to, to think about. So, I wanted, you know, I went really in depth and trying and I was writing things that I, I mean there's a thousand, thousand different demos probably of that and these little sounds and trinkets that we made just for this track. And um, you know, it was it it, it was it was challenging, you know. Um I did I did the vocals in about three hours, but it was just nonstop. I was just rambling constantly and it was mm-hmm. a lot of kind of figuring out what meant what what should go where and that was again like it was the hardest song to make for sure for me but now that's made and people have, you know been able to put their loved ones to rest as well you know that that song did its justice so that for me was like the the so far the peak i would say like you know people love big loud people love fete people love the drive but to me like when people you know, like like when people say By Your Side or I Wish I Could or, you know, Your Memory Will Carry On, when they say those mm-hmm. songs to their favorite, it's like, it did its job. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I make these really consumable songs, but then it's like to have that, like, I don't know, that presence to really connect with somebody and somebody who needed to hear it, it's like, if they didn't hear that, you know, they would be going however long for the rest of their lives with this guilt or this this weighing conscience, and sometimes people don't make it out of that, so mm-hmm. it's like, Again, when people have reached out, tattooed the lyrics on, I'm saying like, I helped them, I helped them get their shit together. And it's like, like, again, that just means the world, you know, I don't want to make music that just falls on deaf ears, mm. you know? So, you know, again, like, it's about helping other people. And if I have to be the, uh, you know, the, the clown with the smile on my face saying, hey, make fun of me and to have other people get behind me and say, hey, you're not alone. That that means it's doing its job, and I, that's that's what it's about for me.
3: Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> that's like that's beautiful, man. Yeah. Holy thank fuck. you. Thank you. Yeah, that's uh. Go already, sorry for your loss, man. That's <laughs> uh, thank that's you, thank tough. You. I mean, you know, that's uh, that's not easy, and like, that's like exactly what we're about here. Is like music helping people and like, you know, music saved Steve's life. Music saved my life. Like I have lyrics tattooed on me. Steve has lyrics tattooed on him. Like that's, that's fucking beautiful, man. Like that's incredible.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll uh, I'll, uh, got a
0: bunch of things I'm about to say. So bear with <laughs> yeah. me. uh um, here we go. Strapping, Strap in, boys and girls. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I went to that voice, but, <laughs> uh, first off, uh, very sorry for your loss, man. That's, uh, Thank you. could not imagine that, uh, second oh. off, like Batch said, beautiful, uh, you went a route that is uh healing and, you know, you know, a lot
3: of people won't do that
0: selfless act of trying to help others, maybe going through a similar situation or any type of feeling, um, sad, as you would say, in music yeah. for sad people, uh, Dude, wow. Yeah, lots of words there. That was really well said and 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 I'm I'm really proud of you. I know we don't know you, but I don't need to know you to be proud of you, man. That's yeah. that's just that alone. We're very proud of you. That's that's huge and for you to still be with us on this earth and to be able to, you know, give back to people is is a very beautiful thing because there's a lot of people that are, you know, uh, you know, doing the opposite. And that's fine. They can they can do however they are. But you're choosing to, you know, like you said, I'll use your quota, you know, put the clown face on and be that person. And, then, and that's like Batch said, uh, that's kind of what we feel we're doing, too, on our end, as far as expressing, you know, ourselves and being vulnerable and, and shit, dude, that's that takes a heavy heart to go through what you're doing and still consistently put stuff out. And and I'm glad I'm glad you also found like something for like a form of therapy, something that can like you kept saying was like, I I said it out loud until I said it out loud. I had to keep doing that. And like, yeah, uh, that's, that is very, very important to be able to talk, you know, about it, whether it's to yourself out loud or to somebody or in a song where people can listen, like you're getting that out one way or the other, uh, which is just super incredible. A lot of self healing. Um, You know, you'll you'll never fully heal from what you've been through, but you, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll slowly, you know, find tools and ways to, you know, cope with it. And I think that's awesome. And uh, I I uh, share with you, I'm not sure if you know or not, or listened at all or, or saw anything, but I, I lost my grandmother who raised me since I was a child uh, last year on November 12th.
2: Wow. I'm, I'm sorry. For uh, um,
0: And I also lost my stepfather and stepsister who were 19 and 56 uh, to a motorcycle accident. They were murdered and that was uh, back in August last year uh you know and to hear you know what you said and how you're going about it is you know it you know we just had the anniversary i know you i mean you just had something very similar the same thing and it's like those aren't easy days and to hear what you went through and to resonate with you is something that I can say thank you for because it makes me feel less alone. And if you didn't share that with me and I was just going off your lyrics and like the visuals and the songs and all that stuff, and I would never know that, dude. I mean, you know, talking to you is going to open that up, and for you to even say that is like, you know, I don't want to talk about the death of my grandma or my stepdad and stepsister that all happened last year, like at all, really. Anyone brings it up, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Like I've talked about on the podcast a few times, um, but. I just want to thank you. That's the first
3: time you've mentioned the word murder on here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to focus on that, but yeah. No, no. But
3: like, Uh, I'm just saying like, yeah, that's the first time you've mentioned that. Like that just shows like what this music brings out of you and and brings out of other people. And it's like, you know, people that just call it emo music. And it's like, no, this music like is saving people's lives, like and helping people. And that's, that's what you're doing. And it's yeah. incredible. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. so thank yeah, you man. from, from everybody I know can go through that. And, and, <laughs> and especially, like I said, just thank you for that conversation. Cause like I said, like literally this weekend, me and batch weren't talking cause I avoided talking to anybody just cause I had to f- deal with my own thoughts and so, hey, it's kind of ironic. We're jumping on this podcast and you're speaking about that stuff. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, I'm, I'm rambling here, but, uh, going back to, you know, those songs and stuff and like, uh, just, you know, like, the melodic ways, the highs, highs that you have in the song and in all the instruments, it's it's uh, very creative. You can tell you you aren't sticking to one genre because I put Ooh. on one song and I'm like, oh, MCR vibes. Then I put on another song and it's like Panic at the Disco. Then it's <laughs> uh, ACDC. And then it's, is this Tom DeLong meets fucking MCR? Like I'm confused, <laughs> but I love it. And it's like, it's very different, man. So it's, it's really cool. And then there's one song, fuck, I forget the name of it, but you like scream, yell like hardcore punk in it. It was like near the end. Fuck, I forget the name. Um, but, it was probably probably Fete on that one. That was it. That was it. It was like towards the end, you start yelling. I was like, whoa! It's like Parker Cannon's no pressure.
2: <laughs> what are we doing? Like, <laughs> Thank you, man. It's all we over the
0: place. It. So, um, Dude, very cool. Very cool concept. Um, do you
2: do all the instruments yourself? Um, in the demo stages, yes. Um, I'll know, see you are uh, Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh maybe man that's hopefully one day but (laughs) But, um but like when we get into the studio um you know i do my best to find uh really talented session musicians and um uh because like you know i can you know easily sit here on a midi board make a drum drum track i i can go grab my guitars play it very shitty but i try my best to get a box going to form and that way when i get other people involved you know i i'm able to write the sheet music down i can say hey here's the chords here the pattern um here's bpm here's the key now let's start playing together you know and that's something that's kind of really awesome as well because with music for sad people and wanting to do these genres and wanting to have different vibes and you know with the eps that were going to come out because we're working on eps to try to get more of a fan base before we switch gears to this next album Mm -hmm. um to have different players come on and do different things and play different ways. It, it doesn't feel stale. Now I'm going to go in a little bit of a rant and I'm probably going to get this podcast canceled, but <laughs> panic at the disco, for instance, when it became the Brendan Urie solo project, you yes. have felt the same thing for four albums, which is now I lasted longer than the other four albums because, you know, you know, there were still band members involved. So, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I don't ever want this project to feel repetitive that I'm touching on the same subjects. Like, and you know, like big loud is our biggest song, you know, people have like asked us, Hey, what is like the next big loud? And go, I don't know. You know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going in for that tension. And like, we're going to have different players. We're going to have different people doing different things. Like I have, you know, a set drummer now and uh, him and I, you know, when we go into the demo stage, we kind of pinpoint what we want. And we have a lot of instrumentation until we are able to go and get it recorded. And we use real instruments as well. So, like, we don't just sit there and do nothing but synth beats and, you know. Use a mini and, pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with people who do yeah. that, you know. Like, it's it's yeah. very challenging to, you know, try to find a saxophone player in Texas. I mean, that's Ooh. pretty hard. <laughs> so um, And then, like, uh, you know, we, we use um, Fiverr as well um, to look to find people it's like hey what type of recording equipment do you have what type of program do you use to edit and mix with you know there's a lot of things like we have to match on so many different wavelengths and before we even get into the stage of like hey let's work together let's write something and you know we still have that that had to have that box um we try our best to stay you know completely here in town and you know eventually when we start traveling start doing more tours and stuff we really hope you know people start reaching out and you know We've had a couple people reach out saying they wanted to play for us and you know uh they were always shocked to say yeah yeah show us uh you know here's a here's our chords here's our tabs go ahead and uh send us a video of you playing and people have been like really excited and we are even like in talks with one of them about maybe getting them you know to come to a couple shows and see how we play. And if this is what you want to do. Cause like I act like a complete maniac on stage. Like mm. I'll go from jumping up and down, throwing myself down the floor, wrapping, wrapping the cord around my neck, you know, pretty much like standard, you know, diva lead singer syndrome. Right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, um, that's the thing. Um, so just make sure like we're all on the same page, you know, but, um, yeah, like we, everything starts with me and then kind of ends with me, but like there's a bunch in between the middle and, um, You know, even like um, Angel, who y'all been uh, talking to to get this set up, uh, you know, there's a lot of back and forth like, hey, how do you feel about this lyric? Hey, does this rhyme well? And even if like she doesn't say yes or no, she'll sit there completely quiet and it'll be like a stone wall because I keep talking. (laughs) Mm I'll give her a chance to speak. Hearing it out loud, hearing my melody out loud or hearing hearing my hum to somebody and seeing a reaction, even if it's good or bad, kind of dictates where the song kind of goes and leads to and that's kind of something because like um when we take it from in-house to going to uh my drummer's house because he has a a much better studio than i have right now going there and then coming back and then hearing how it evolves you know we get to hear it stage by stage repeatedly like okay what like oh man i'm not liking this this new thing we did and then we go back to our old demo before we added everything it's like okay then it's this this is what's the problem and then then that's where we've been kind of able to constantly evolve and take with the music elsewhere you know so you know even if we don't like something we're able to correct it right away which i mean you be surprised how many artists you will hear like yeah i hate the song hate everything about it but i still release it it's like why you know Mm -hmm. you have time but again we're not part of a label we're right right. true but i'm not saying i don't want to get signed now (laughs) he's He's like like, no No one's gonna sign this guy You know, like I just said, just saying. If you're watching this, somehow, some (laughs) way, you know, I'm not, I'm not knocking you, you know. But you know that I do have that freedom of, can take my time, and like, cause like right now, you know, we're we're, you know, we're filming the music video super fucking late after the album. Like the the album came out in April, first music video just came out in August. No, 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 September. No, when did it come out? I don't know. November. I think it was November (laughs) third. I would would say it was November. I'm pretty sure. So. so yeah, it was in November. So we're really far behind and we're probably going to be releasing music videos up until April. And then we plan on doing some like little like stripped down versions of the songs, EP to release and things like that before we start, you know, showcasing the new songs. But like at our shows, we we play around, you know, we'll play something we've never played before. We'll play a new song. We'll play a demo that we know it's going to be a demo, but just to just to play, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it's about reading the room as well. Cause, oh, like, yeah. You know, because like, Again, music for sad people. The album's like half super slow, half super fast paced. So we have to figure out like, do we have people crying in there? Okay, let's play another sad song. Let's let's work it. You know, let's get these feelings yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And if I see people are wanting to mosh, hey guys, do you remember you know Anxiety version four? And they're like, yeah, I think so. Okay, let's play it. <laughs> let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. You know, I don't know. If, and next, you know, they don't know if they're doing a solo, if they're doing a bridge, and <laughs> it's like we figure it out and the thing is when you're playing those demos and you can fuck up and nobody knows so it's Mm -hmm, like you can just play it off and have fun and again like like i said like my my show last night i was i fucked up a couple of the lyrics i wrote them yeah i wrote them (laughs) how did i fuck up but you know again it's just like you know have fun with it you know and again i guess like i don't care what people think of me at this point you know especially like when i first started putting music out i was like yeah. and i hope people like it or like i'm like oh man i'm uh, super nervous Cause like i was like worried about my friends but it's like i don't make music for my friends mm-hmm. i don't make music for their friends i make for the music for the people who need it and mm-hmm. i found a crowd and you know i the goal is just trying to grow my reach of my audience and i could honestly give two shits if i get rich if i get rich from this it's just going all back into music you know like this is what i want to do and mm-hmm. like again i'm a huge comic book nerd as we see that's what I want to do as well. I want to do some shim, shim shit like that. It's not about being a rock star. It's not about being this like idol. That's why it's not the Brett Fitzpatrick project. Is it's, it's a band. That's the kind of the thing. It's like it's a bunch of different individuals getting together to make something that other individuals like. And with music, you can have different backgrounds, different religious beliefs, political beliefs, but y'all can like the same tune and mm-hmm. get along. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kind of want. You know, I don't want, you know to be this, you know, ultra megastar that puts out an album every five years when, you know, I notice my bank account hits under a certain Mm. certain amount or like I got to fulfill this obligation, you know, like I want to put out good music that people like and people relate to. And if I'm doing that and it's reaching people, like honestly I could give two shits about, you know, people actually buying it. I I give my album out a lot for free. Mm -hmm. I give shirts out for free a lot just because they say, hey, I'll wear it. I'll take a picture in it. That means way more to me then the 20 bucks you'll spend on my show. Yes. It's there to buy, but there's been people, there's been kids that come up that only have 10 bucks. Like, yeah, just fucking give it to them. They don't even yeah. fucking pay. And like, I've even gone on to like staffs like, Hey, no, give it to them. Like the dude's literally counting pennies. Like, no, I don't want to count that. Go like, give it to them. And you know, to me, that's, that's worthwhile. Like I like there's kids out there that think I'm cool. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> and, and again, yeah. that's, that's where it's like, I don't see how some, And I'm not not naming names, but I don't want to see how some superstars get tired of that and getting tired of that reaction. And, you know, like, you know, like podcasts, people hate doing podcasts. I love it. I love doing podcasts. I'm a narcissist. I love talking about myself. (laughs) Well, that's that's (laughs)
0: natural. That's a human natural thing. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: again, it's just like, I love the interaction because I feel like, I don't know, like tangible things, like, like physical things, like this microphone in my hand, like, it's awesome. But then a lasting emotional connection lasts forever. And mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury, for instance, has been dead how long? His lyrics are still helping so many people. And so many people are feeling inspired. And that's you. I mean, he's dead. He's not making any money off of that. You know, right, right. his estate is, but he's not. That's that's what's beautiful about It's like he's immortalized. He's not dead. He's not dead. You mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. he's still there when he's singing his songs. So, you know, um, so that that's again for me it's like i don't you know i don't care if i you know ever get blown up super rich it's like even if i stay indie scene like like before death cab for cutie came out with um you know the black sun right mm. you know if i can even if i only hit that level of like quote-unquote fame um i i've succeeded you know you know because right. they they were all about just yeah we'll do shows we'll work a regular job we'll you know we'll, we'll put out you know multiple albums and people like it, people like it and that's you know, again, super cool to me. That's a
0: very mature oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, open perspective that you have. Um, I think it's really great. I think that's, in my opinion. Yeah. That's how i rock it, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, right. I
0: mean, that's what we're doing with the podcast. That's what if I was making music, which I've been, i fucked with music my whole life. I've done fucking... I couldn't tell you how many fucking Daws I downloaded and fucking tried to be a fucking mastermind at fucking editing music, and I just love it because of that exact reason, man. I think that yeah. you have the right mindset. Uh, how
2: old are you, dude? Um, I turned twenty two, but I'm gonna turn twenty three. Yeah, you're fucking Holy young, shit. bud. <laughs> Holy shit! Fuck kid. Yeah, dude, You got a great look on
0: life and on on your creative um, you know, experience with this band and shit, dude. I think that you're gonna go a long way um with that because with the maturity of this conversation and just your you know your conversation that you're having with us right now it's like it really shows like you know how much you respect the words the lyrics the meaning in what you're doing for others rather than what's going to be you know i guess what's some am going to make call, millions yeah selfish selfish acts i guess you know i mean it is what it is but like i think you're just for your your age man you're young and you have a really good outlook on you know what what to expect and what you want from it which is very selfless which is really awesome dude it's it's cool to hear because i mean we don't really the people we get on here don't usually say like oh i can't wait to be rich and shit either but we, they also don't say like this is all i want from it and i'll be happy which is cool
2: i mean so. i feel like i feel like people don't like I find myself like not basking in the moment enough like you know after a show i'm immediately thinking okay what's next but to me it's just like like music for sad people does have an end at some point you know everything has an end and like we kind of talked about briefly is like you know some projects go on a little too long and eventually there is going to be an ending there will be that final album and it's not going to be something like like, you know, like, oh, it just didn't happen. Like another album just didn't happen. It's like, there is, there is the end, you know? And because this is like, I know music for me won't be necessarily forever. Because again, after, after I'm done, I love to write comics. You know, I am currently partnered with a, a, a business called Disturbing Designs that we do merch for other bands and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, music is, is here now, but you know, I'm going to hit a certain age and people are going to make fun of me because i hit a certain age and i don't want to be like i don't want to be you know 50 years old singing like i'm a teenager if my writing doesn't mature that sounded gross did you hear that (laughs) No. (laughs) okay no because i made like a weird like spit noise okay anyway but i don't want to be 50 years old and if i still write like i'm a teenager or if i still write like i'm in my 20s i didn't mature in my writing Mm -hmm. therefore i need to stop and you know, I don't know when the end will be. I don't know like, you know, like if it'll be album five, album eight, whatever. If I do get there, which I hope I do, um, there there is like a catalyst kind of where it's like, okay, I'm too old. I don't need to be sitting here taking up the, the limelight any longer. I would much rather go back into a backstage role or again, like like MCR, they put out an EP that they did for Danger Days. Just, just they just dropped it, just fucking cuz, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh fingers crossed for the paper kingdom album all right if they <laughs> you know if this somehow reaches their ears please fucking make it god that would right? be oof oof <sighs> boy there, there, there's heavy rumors okay okay sidetrack sidetrack i want to let's go this let's is go. something, that, this is something let's i want to kind of put out there they're um at the when we were young festival they had these uh vampire money dollars they shot out at the crowd right okay there were coordinates on that fucking thing the little dollar that nobody knew about only like few people like picked it up and like okay this is where the next stage is rumor it is they played new songs and Ooh. like so yeah yeah because like um oh, foundations shit. of decay um fake your death those were like like the two headers of that like last album they wanted to do so i'm, I'm they're hinting and i mean they made they made a lot of money they made a lot of money y'all 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 know y'all can keep selling so Mm -hmm. you know but but put the and and, you know put the put the cherry on top but um yeah anyway back to back to me all right they they had their time (laughs) but um but yeah you know um again with music it's uh it's my life i i love it i'll never stop and you know like i can listen to other artists other smaller artists who uh do something that sounds awesome and amazing and Know I don't feel jealous or envious or anything like that. I just like I'm happy to listen to good music, you know. And um Mm -hmm. I feel like in the very like underground scene, like you have different types of musicians. You have the bands that want to be taken seriously, who do everything they need to do. Then you have the people who do it for fun. And sometimes there's a drift between between them, um, because it's like these guys are being serious, nobody likes them because they're trying to make it. Then you have these guys who are super fun and just doing it for. And shits and giggles and you know like when people actually come like approach me and talk to me like after shows or like because i'll like people message me saying hey can i open up for you and, like oh, sh- oh sure yeah i listen to a couple songs and i say sure go ahead and open up you know bring uh yeah advertise and come you know um here's a you know here's here's the deal here's the location be there uh, be there at low time and uh you know if they're if they're just trying to have fun all means but um the people who want to take it seriously you know i love having you know conversations after the show that will last until like you know the the last piece of equipment got loaded in the truck you know like Mm -hmm. i love doing shit like that but and that's the thing like if you don't inspire or help people that are next to you you're nobody would grow so but again like, like i was saying like eventually when i do retire from music for sad people not to say i won't ever like be Doing something with somebody else, or doing a side project, or something. I mean that. I feel like I'll never stop. But like music for sad people, I want to be a perfect picture. And like this first album was was that. It had a beginning. It had an end. Has bops. It has the sad songs. Takes you on an emotional roller coaster. It was great for what it is now. And you know, I don't ever want to do self title two. I don't ever want to do mm-hmm. that again. But if I find myself fixing to do that, I would much rather do an EP. I'd much rather release something. You know, 10 years later with that, rather than yeah. trying to replicate anything.
3: So MCR is probably like your biggest inspiration, I'm guessing. Cause Oh, there it's definitely yeah. Definitely that's like legitimately what they did. They like got to a certain point after Danger Days and they were like, We're good. We're good with this. This is yeah. this is the end of it. Like Yeah, and um, dude, it's what's almost funny like is- exactly what Gerard Way had said. He was like, I'm, I'm good. Like, we're good. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, what, what's funny is um, y'all probably won't believe this. I actually only started listening to MCR last year. No oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. And uh, Angel was pissed off because she's been a fan forever. Right. <laughs> so I started listening to him. I listened to her all catalog and go, man, I fucking love this. I listened to everything. And then as, as I finished the last song, a week later, a new song dropped. And oh, so wow. I got spoiled. I got spoiled. I'm not wow. gonna lie. You I got son spoiled. of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're not us. <laughs> but um, you mean you didn't wait
0: fucking ten years? <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, I, I and then um, what was awesome? Is she is. She had tickets, so I got to see him as well. So like, I I have I've like been so spoiled with them. Um, oh, it's awesome though. But no, it, it's kind of it's kind of so funny how um, you know, they became like. Inspir- like super inspirational for me because like they formed a band to save themselves you know that mm-hmm. was that was the type of shit they did and it was yep. just like you know i finally like i thought i was like in this like this weird niche thing by myself but it's like no it's been done before it's been done and i felt more comfortable with what this project is and i became less insecure as well you know again mm-hmm. like i'm going to the project to put myself on this like you know basically put a target on my back but you know to have that type of like other people are doing it again just kind of shows like how we kind of need that support and um you know i would say them uh, mcr is a big inspiration uh the band laney uh the 1975 young blood those are kind of guys that like they kind of all started doing it for a reason and their sounds are ever evolving young blood's kind of a newer edition for me i loved his last last he's
0: he's so fucking
3: talented he's He's so fucking
0: we've talked about it we've talked on this podcast before and like there's a lot of like his style music going around but like me and
3: Batch they call it.
0: yeah me and Batch are like he is like he just sticks out he just I don't know what it is he's just so fucking talented he's so awesome
3: he's super talented and he's super like it's like not to I mean we bash him a lot but like MGK it doesn't feel real (laughs) Like, with Youngblood, it feels like, okay, this dude gets it. Like, he's yeah. felt that. Like, it's real. And I think cool. that's why people fuck with it so much.
2: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, like, MGK, like, I mean, he did get, like, completely demolished and switched genres and you know hey um, you said it all right you brett, said you know you he said, said it, it you, brett said it not <laughs> no, so, us yeah you know what hey it, direct the hate to me all right at music for sad people okay <laughs> message me this at this is mfsp on instagram all right but no here's the thing a lot of people right he went into a niche genre he didn't write most of the lyrics he was with really old punk stars He yeah, had travis baker co-produced the fucking record of course
3: is gonna sound good all right you had have... to get ripped apart for saying his name wrong, just so you know.
2: <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, no. I... Oh,
3: OK. Well, here's my address to do it. I wasn't going to and...
2: say anything, bro. You just yeah. had to listen, throw that in there. Listen.
3: <laughs> all right. He... Uh, listen. We all know what you meant. He was on a Thank rant.
2: You. <laughs> <laughs> you interrupted it. God damn it. Oh, I can start up again. It's no, it's no <laughs> problem. It's no problem. But like I said, the album's going to sound it. Listen, if you put $12 million into a fucking record and it doesn't sound good i would be more impressed all right right i'm just i'm just put i'm just saying that right there i do not think mgk makes bad music i think for the person he is the meaning of everything is what puts this you know what he does you know he doesn't mm-hmm. write most of his own lyrics you know like okay emo girl mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna get some shit for this one i loved willow's part in emo girl so much but mgk's parts like Listen, you're a 36 year old man singing with a 20 something woman and talking about this type of subject. You are old, man. Like you're not, I mean, not to say 37's old, but I'm just saying maybe, you know, talk about something something a little bit else. Don't be talking about how you want to get with teenage girls. Just saying.
0: Just, yeah. he's in, just in, but saying. wait,
2: hold on. But he's in love with an emo girl. Yeah. <laughs> Is yes. <laughs> and only Yo, no, no. these guys with the big uh oh, listen, that, that's, right. that's listen, oof, that, that feeling
0: you had, right? I we feel the same way, trust me, we Thank feel the same, way. yeah. Not only I've... that, but like just to put it in reference, when I'm I'm gonna say this and I'm I'm a huge fan of Blink Winnie too. But when Tom left and Mark kept writing the lyrics, all he would write about is like high yeah. school, middle school. I was shit. gonna like, say that Martin.
3: when he mentioned it earlier.
0: I was like, bro, like, you're fucking fifty and we're talking about breakups in high school. What are you talking about? Yeah. I was
3: come it's on. It's like bro. not it's that not growing thing. I think I mentioned it on here when we were talking about it. It's like yo, you're you're like fucking fifty years old, man. Like <laughs> I can't talk relate. About <laughs> like talk about taxes. Like, I don't taxes? know. Like, Jesus, man. Like i mean your mortgage yeah, t- talk about fucking money. people
2: being on your lawn or some shit you know yeah like, like what the fuck man um, like but yeah like um i guess to tease a little bit of the next album i'm doing because we're doing eps that still kind of talking the same subject but it's like yeah we don't talk about breakups as like oh my god it's happening i want you back or i hate you it's it's talking about okay like the drive it's a lust song big loud is talking about two people that are yelling at each other this isn't like like Oh, like oh, she's so bad. She's horrible. No, I'm saying I'm horrible as well because I'm not learning from my mistakes. And I and I reference yeah. that in the track. You you say that in the song, yeah. And um and then for me, like the next album I'm wanting to do is going to be more or less like a story. Right, you're reading these lyrics, yeah. but it's like I I'm currently writing a song, and this is going to be like one of the biggest ones that we've done as far as like sound orchestra and recording. It's called a date downtown, and it's basically like like talking about being a guy in a toxic relationship, but you're still trying basically, you know, you're a simp, right? You know, you're not, you know, ever going to get with her. You know, you're not ever going to have a chance, but you're still doing this thing. Why? That's the question is why. And, you know, it's like, I'm talking about, you know, this breakup because, you know, it did actually happen. That breakup, this album is about a breakup that I had. And instead of saying they're horrible. And that's why I end the song I'm by your side, because that song is about a breaking of a promise forever but Mm -hmm. it's still saying if you call and need me i'll be there that's the point i ended my album because you can't really count outro the outro is the outro but the big song ends like the feeling and then when we go into the next album i don't want to feel like i'm still talking about that i want to talk from different perspectives and you know not everything is about you know girls as well which is another thing like this next album next ep is like i'm working on a the next single that we will release is called repeat yesterday and it's talking about working a nine to five mm-hmm. i worked you know i did get a really good job at a grocery store chain and i moved up and basically you know i got i like it went from being a really fun job and then when i got to a salary position it was like wow this is horrible and uh i was waking up to repeat yesterday and that was just like it was kind of mind-boggling and how like corporations will treat you just like another number so you know, that's another thing too. I don't want to only write about girls and bad relationships. Like, I do want to write about like kind of real life. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the thing. Like, and I like I have a Christmas song, which is like it's not like Christmassy, like what you'd think. But I have a Christmas song, which is like talking about like you know going home for the holidays and like being with people you care about and like the funny times and you know things you wish you would do different. Like I, I'm writing a song about like what if I stayed home the last Christmas my mom was alive. What would be the conversations I would have, and something that I'm writing and trying to like be wholesome about, and there, I feel like again, like you know, maybe like going into that context of that song, maybe some people might want to reach out to their family they haven't talked to you in a while, maybe they might want to try to bury some hatchet, just because like you don't know when the ends the end, but you know that's that's kind of thing, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to always write about girls. Trust me, I have plenty of crazy exes to write about, but I also have much more life to live, so you know as i'm growing older and living different things and traveling and doing all sorts of shit i'm going to have more experiences to write about and maybe maybe when it comes time to figure out the set list of the next album maybe some songs get left off because it's like i've already talked about that and that's another like oversight when i like placed this album it's like i had a couple more songs that were really upbeat really fast like like you know tiktok trendy sounding but i'm like i left those off because i'm like that's just it's just too repetitive like Mm -hmm. it felt felt like a sequel song so you know i i will i will like literally like hold songs i fully produced and gave it the bells and whistles and wasted all that time and money to not put on the album just because like no i don't want to again come across as that type of artist
0: well it sounds like what yeah. you're doing is a creative way of being a great lyricist and and doing good at what poetry is, man. You're telling us, I mean, all music is telling some sort of story, right? Yes. And and the way you're doing it is very unique to your style, man. And it's, it's awesome to see, you know, and also hear your perspective of course, because when everybody listens to a song or an album, they have their own perspective on it and they yeah. dissect it. However they feel, you know, the song about, you know, them arguing a car and could be completely uh, you know, thought about differently from somebody else's perspective. But yeah, man, I think that goes hand in hand with how you write your poetry, your lyricism. Um I think that's great. I wanted to talk about um, your vocals and uh I just wanted to talk about I already mentioned it, but your vibrato was fucking stupid in a good way. Like, I don't Thank understand you. how you fucking do that. It's uh um, quite intense. I, have you always been? singing did you take lessons uh y- are you just like naturally really good <laughs>
2: um so i know i was not gifted at all i was uh i was i was born an athlete to uh to, to destroy my body and i you know got told at a young age like you can't sing which I, and i'm like okay i'll stop um haven't taken That's lessons uh, well, yeah yeah everyone uh... <laughs> this, everyone can sing dude well, <laughs> That's something that I, when I grew up, I, I realized like that's a muscle you can always train mm-hmm. and you'll like, it's just a matter of finding. So um, here's the thing. So uh, y'all know the band, the very popular band Foster the People, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Foster cannot sing, um, he but he knew the pitch and tone how to sing. So that makes him able to sing. And he, I wanted to sound like him. So I trained myself, you know, to sing that kind of high whiny Type thing, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't hit certain notes because you go even higher. So then, you know, I would like fuck around with that. I was singing like that for a little bit, and then when I became, when I turned seventeen, uh, you know, I, I've been referencing Panic a lot, but they came out with Saturday Night, uh, Amen, Saturday Night, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I was singing in the shower, and I decided to tempt that high note, and I hit it. For the, I hit it for the <laughs> first time. My first try, could not do it for months after, and I started like obsessing over how to properly breathe, how to do certain things. And you know, like a lot of like singing instructors say don't vibrato the end your your notes. But I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Um oh, I love so that. that's like my
0: favorite thing, dude. Yeah. And,
2: <laughs> and another thing too, because it's like even when you're performing live, you can't really replicate how you did it in the recording. So like each time you do it, it's a little bit different. And I just kind of kept training and like I would the thing is like Freddie Mercury, it like when Bohemian Rhapsody came out, I was a fan of Queen well before the movie, just putting out on record, All right, I wasn't one of those people that just <laughs> jumped on it. But again, I'm glad Queen got a bunch of love after the movie as well. They deserve it. Um, but uh, I started like, you know, trying to sing those songs and I started getting pretty close to how the recordings were. Try to do the live performances. Can't keep up. Freddie's <laughs> a legend. Um, but, you know, I started like, I always kind of sing with other people's songs and how they did it or how they held it. I'm like, huh i started realizing i could hold a note longer and you know when i was making this album that was something that was challenging it's like okay i grew up on you know classic rock i love punk rock i love alt pop which was you know basically tumblr grunge with the neighborhood early 1975 arctic monkeys am album you know Mm -hmm. those types of like kind of like super chill type singing and that's where like the big loud that's if i were to pinpoint the style of big loud it's there um and then that's, you know, I started listening to those artists. I'm like, how did, how would they do it? How would they shout it? And it's like, it's like this, you know, drunk British dude kind of, kind of singing. I'm like, <laughs> wanna, I'm like, I don't want to, I'm like, I don't want to really sound like that. I want to be kind of clear. I want people to understand me. So then it was just like, you know, coming down and it, it started becoming more natural to just let myself sing and not try to, it's it's weird. Like you have an idea, but when you go into the vocal booth and try to sing, I finally kind of started finding my own style and how I wanted to say things. And, you know, like um, on the song Stuck On You, I don't sing, you know, how the notes are supposed to be to it. I sing how I feel. If I didn't get something out of my throat quite right, because, you know, I'm singing about my emotions and Mm -hmm. it sounds like I have a tear or a whimper or like I just, you know, put so much power into something that I just like gave out. I wanted to leave that stuff in Mm -hmm. because, I mean, that's just raw
0: i, I I'll, I'll stop you there and say i i heard that i i picked up on that a lot um, thank you thank it, you and also do you i'm gonna say this and you'll probably get it do you get the reference of kenny hoopla a lot
2: i've heard it i don't yeah i've heard it once or twice uh yeah no twice because you have
0: twice. you have those vibes too on some of your songs it's like that kenny hoopla vibe
2: i've uh i've gotten compared to um I've been compared to Post Malone. I've been compared to. Yep. that's the that's the but that's the vibrato, bro. That's the yeah, vibrato, yeah. bro. <laughs> and like a lot of people say, Post Malone can't sing. I I beg to differ. I you do know, too. he's he. I, I he mean, can. he's got a soulful voice. You know, like you know, he's he smokes a lot of cigarettes, drinks a lot of beer. He picks Yo, up the guitar. All know, right, I'm gonna he, I'm gonna say something right now. But
0: what what is singing? Okay. Exactly. What is singing? What is who? Who decides what singing is good or not? Right. So for someone yeah. to say post can't sing, who, who, what is, what is the, the one out of 10? What is the 10 of singing? Like who, who are you to describe what singing is? You know what yeah, I'm saying? It, it's not to really bring up about, a debate,
2: it's but... it's really about style, you know, as well. And it's like, if that's your style and that's what works, I mean. Cause Henry Rollins
0: some... sure as hell can't sing, but I'll tell you right now he can sing at the same time. <laughs>
3: it's, like, it's like the singer from Prince, Daddy and the Hyena.
2: Oh like, Yeah. 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 People
3: are like, what the fuck is this?
2: Yeah, here's here's, here's <laughs> yeah. a uh, controversial one, but to to agree with your point and to add to it, um, David Lee Roth from Van Halen, that dude was just talking with style, okay? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Style. I like that. He was talking with style and, um, you know, but it works. It works. And then, you yeah. know, because he could hit, you know, those uh, eight octaves really high. He hit that shout and You know that that was his thing. That's what he did.
3: Stephen Ty was another one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Um. He's our neighbor. But (laughs) I I will. I will say. I will say this though. If
2: there is a bad singer, I will say it is present day Vince Neil.
3: Oh yeah. Yikes, my oh boy. Because now, because now,
2: (laughs) I mean, you can't understand him. You know, I keep hearing. I watched a meme where it, it sounded like you said Big Mac, and I can't even listen to the original recording anymore. No, the
3: kickstop my heart is like, what are we doing? And, um, <laughs> you know, like,
2: again, you know, horrible life. He had, you know, bad upbringing. He had horrible things happen. lost his daughter. You know, yeah, he he's had a bad, you know, thing. But it's just like, you know, you could have tried a little bit harder, you know, like because the musician, the musician sounded the same. Mick Mars looks like the Grim Reaper now (laughs) you know look get him getting up there and just like looks like he's being kept alive with tubes like they
3: had like a a stand holding them up (laughs) yeah Um, uh
2: i think let him sit (laughs) when i saw um i was real young i saw ozzy with um when with sabbath to do that that tribute tour okay i mean basically i I was i was like in the pit and i was looking at him and there was two guys right next to him weren't playing instruments other than but he ended up like fainting a little bit and they were right there. Like they were there to make sure Ozzy didn't die on stage. Preemptively. It's <laughs> just like, like, and like, I, that was just like, okay. Like, and that's something as well. Like I was saying, like, I don't want to be those guys are just like, if I'm that age, I want to be like, I just want to be chilling. You know, like I want yeah, to yeah. be going to concerts. I want to be backstage. I'm not going to be up there. Cause I mean, last night uh, again, cause it's chilly for me. For for Texans, it was chilly. (laughs) So I had a jacket, I had my jeans, I had a shirt on. And then I get on stage and then we had one fan. I'm like, Jesus Christ, one one fan. And we had all these lights and stuff like that. I'm jumping around and like I was literally like dripping. And like I when I was talking, like I was like spitting like my my sweat at them. And then, you know, like I don't want to be super old and like get old man sweat on people, you know? Like (laughs) Like, I, I go to gyms, I go to the gym locker rooms, you know, I see. I see the grandfather clock with the uh, without the L, you know yeah, if you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah, on yeah. that. Yeah. You know, and when they when they touch something butt ass naked, you mm-hmm. know, and their sweat just understand like with like these guys up there when they're you're singing they're old, they're about to die. I'm just waiting for the time when one of them does ha- when, when when it does happen when they finally like give out on stage. Like cuz uh, that happened to Ozzy at one of the shows and everyone thought he died like straight mm-hmm. up like everyone thought he mm-hmm. died and like that was trending on twitter like immediately and it's like oh no he's fine and like oh no he just needed some gatorade and it's like that's the like old man it's like this dude <laughs> this dude's pissed on ants and snorted them like like way back in like i don't know 80s and now like he just needed a gatorade like come on yeah get that's your that's
0: electrolytes a- in bud yeah
2: <laughs> like but yeah that's what i'm saying like, who's another one uh i had a had a point i would say Jimi hendrix he, as he had like a soulful voice you know i guess he wasn't like another typical singer you know he mm. knew he knew where to hit the notes he knew where to hold but i mean he was he was a guitar player first 100%. oh yeah for sure um i would say maybe tyler from 21 pilots you know he kind of he he's gotten better definitely over the albums mm-hmm. like controversial opinion i love the last album that's actually my favorite album they made uh for 21 pilots okay. even though like okay. all their fans hate it but he, he actually tried <laughs> he actually tried singing that time so it was like i i I like that album you know and again it's you know evolving and things like that and like uh i know um the band ghost gets a lot of shit too for their singer you know they're not metal but they got a metal grammy yeah so it's like i love i love listening to them even though like he doesn't sing properly but like like you're saying like there's what is proper you know What is? exactly so yeah
0: society standards man all right let me ask you brett um on your so i have my top three for your album right so oh okay i'm excited i'm excited i I like this is my top three you got by your side i already told you that's that's top that's the first song i listened to that i was like i already explained this but it's the first song i listened to was like that's my bop that's the one
1: and i'm here we're at the end i think I miss fighting about food now My bed is so empty without you I say I I don't want you to move on too soon But you do deserve to be happy,
0: um then i had the drive hell yeah and hell yeah. i had classic big loud for sure those those okay. were the those were
2: the three top ones that i had now i want to know what yours are for the album okay so there's two versions of big loud that are out on streaming there's a single version which is a, a demo that um again it's the album version right yeah the album version is definitely like my baby because like yeah the demo version I did not want to release, but uh, Angel, she forced me to. And that's what kind of like we got like 1,500 streams on SoundCloud overnight, which Mm -hmm. was awesome. I know it's filled with bots, but there was a lot of real people. (laughs) There's a lot of real people in there. And we got some follows and some messages. And so that's where, like, okay, maybe, maybe this is, I can, I can do this. So it was kind of a demo. You know, we, you know, we call it the single version because it like led to the album, but Mm -hmm. um, Big Loud is my baby, the album version you know, that's gotten the most streams and like working so hard and so extensively. And there was a lot of, you know, yelling people wanting to quit um, telling me yeah. I'm wrong. I don't know what I'm doing, it, but that's the thing when you're in that situation, you know? Um, so that's going to be up there, but that's like, it's like your first born, you know, it's like you, you, you know, it doesn't have to be your favorite child, but that's your, that's your buddy, you know? Absolutely. So I'll, I'll definitely put big loud as like a non, like a non trying first, but I put that one aside my three are by your side i put a lot of my soul and my broken heart into that one um that was actually funny enough on that one how i got the chords for that is i picked up a really old shitty kids guitar and again i'm not the best so i was fiddling around with chords and it wasn't tuned properly so you know when we were in the studio we had we had to tune it for the you know for a capo to be on the third fret which was like perfect right awesome so when we were playing it when i was playing it i messed around with these chords i'm like i like that and then i just could not figure out I, there's millions of different versions i didn't know how to start the song besides and we're here it was like the whole idea was like when i was singing it's like i don't want to be like i'm continuing a conversation or something like that but i'm like but i'm like you know that that was just how it is like i'm here we're at we're at the you know we're at the edge again Mm-hmm. you know and i wrote a line that was quite honest is i drank four of the six bottles i bought an hour ago yep. that was like super honest i'm like i'm like fuck my mom's going to think i'm an alcoholic <laughs> but <laughs> you know um but no when i wrote it when i wrote that that was just like so sincere for me to write mm. um i wish i can go on without you is my second because mm. of you know again the honesty that's put into it um and oh God, it's just like writing it on the past tense of a breakup and saying the things like, yeah, my friends say you're awful. My mom hates you. My brother doesn't like you, you know, saying all these things like, yeah, you're not good for me. I want you, though, but I need to grow up. I need to mm-hmm. grow on. And that's something that uh, that that's why I love that one personally. And. The thing is, I can see who's streaming, you know, the songs and stuff like that. For, for the people who say they don't monitor their streams, is a liar. All right, mm-hmm. you look at that shit like five, ten times a day. Um, but like seeing the playlist that I got put into, it was just like, okay, that's that's awesome. People are getting some closure and seeing like the tags of the people put in on their story and stuff. It's really oh cool. fuck yeah. That's um, awesome. and then um, I think for me another one, I this is completely because of fan engagement, fete. Fete uh, means means party in uh in, mm-hmm. in French, and uh, people um, didn't know how to pronounce it. So uh, when I had people asking like, "Hey man, you, uh, my favorite song of yours is Feet," I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "Man, I should have. I don't know wh- how I didn't see that one coming." Yep. So so you know that became like a really fan interaction because like that one's about a party that uh you know went very sideways. In the suburbs over here, that's a uh, Friendswood, which I straight up call it out. I call it, you know, my home city and things like that. And, you know, I'm not much of a fan of Friendswood, but, uh, you know, that party went sideways. And basically, this girl was, I mean, this girl was hot. All right. I'm i'm being I'm, I mean, honest. <laughs> she, she's still hot. All right. And look, look, but um basically, like, I was like, oh man, she's crazy hot. So it matches the amount of crazy she is and that's like when i start screaming at them it's me like fuck i can't take it no more that was that was kind of the idea of the song it's like you know i don't want you to you know do these things to yourself i don't want you to hurt yourself like don't like just because i showed up late to the party don't don't (laughs) don't be that all right um i know i showed up late but that's um that just because the fan interaction but also love um let's just on more which is called the love song i i just didn't want to like oh it's just a love song i'm like okay I'll, i'll you know i'll i'll fuck around and i came up with that and um that one was super cool because like we had um three we had three different acoustic riffs going on at once and then in recording we had um our guitarist he goes hey like I don't know how southern this will be but let's put some slide on it and the way he hit those notes I'm like and actually that was the first take he did made him do 20 more and we were gonna use the last one he (laughs) did. and we were we were going to use that last one I'm like man i don't know i, I feel like i love the first one and he's over there like i think he literally like i think he broke like three of his strings on the guitar yeah don't blame and, him and <laughs> and i think he was like one of his fingertips was bleeding but i'm like dude perfect awesome awesome job high five. High <laughs> high well, five. Work and, you just
3: did didn't need it <laughs> yeah
2: man hey you killed it on the first take and he's just sitting there like all beat up it was like like whiplash you know oh, jesus christ um and yeah that's just I, again i even if we get it good on the first try, just in case, we always try to get three more takes in. Like yeah, sure. that take for is sure. perfect. Do it three more times. Yeah, like that. And like again, when you pay for studio time, like I hate it when because I've produced for other people, I hate it when we because you have to book minimum hours. Yeah. If mm-hmm. we get it done in the first hour, we got another hour of work. Like let's get it done, and you know like. Because I mean, that's how I guess I've been immersed is like working with people, being a stage hand, being a, a peon in a studio, getting the mics and stuff. Mm-hmm. When I finally started working with other artists, it's like, hey, we're here for four hours. we forget everything done in two. It's up to you. Do you want me to start mixing? Or since I have you here, since we have all the equipment, you've already paid all the rental fees. Let's go ahead and get more takes. Let's fuck around. Mm-hmm. Let's fuck around. We're here. And I feel like that's where a lot of magic can happen is, you know, those little in between hours that you just, yeah, you know, yeah. oh uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, just you never know. You might have something hit you, and that's actually with um with Big Loud. Um, so if you notice from the single version to the album version, the timings off. The third, the the final version is our build up section bled into the chorus at the very end. But mm. instead of getting everyone to go fix it, I'm like, let me fuck around for thirty minutes in the vocal booth. I timed everything up and. I'm actually jumping up and down when I finally hit the second part of that chorus and it just, cause it bled too naturally. I'm like, you know why? Like, even though that's not the original idea, let's again, fucking around. We had it, we had it fixed. We had, fucking a good awesome. t- we had a good take, but since like, hang on, let me fuck around. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the engineer on staff who was, you know, basically just hidden, you no know, record for us. You know, we had to have them for, you know, yeah so we don't break their shit but um you know when i said let me fuck around for 30 minutes he's like oh well we can come back tomorrow it's like no let me fuck around i got an idea <laughs> let me do me all right uh, yeah. you're getting paid no matter what i know you want to go home early but you're getting paid until i'm i leave here all right um so yeah that's as you know um i but yeah, but the, yeah those are my my three and then with big loud you know i believe you know uh you can have a demo of something you go into the studio and you come up with something better you know that's just sometimes you know and that's what i really love with my musicians and the people i've come to know is like stuck on you i had the lyrics but i did not have a melody or idea we can only meet up with the piano player one day mm. because he's going out of town so i'm like fuck it i knew i wanted a piano track i kept we kept playing and playing and playing um some different stuff and actually from what he played we actually spliced it in half we took his ending and made the beginning and the beginning the end and we added a little scent to it, and then I f- just matched the the rhythm to how he uh, played it. And mm. again, it's like we couldn't have wrote anything better because again, uh, I was trying my ass off to just come up with something, and nothing, just just nothing. And then this guy comes along and just that was magic. And stuck on <laughs> you is a, another awesome one for me because I mean, people like really get shocked that we made that. And because like, like, oh, you know, you're an indie, you're an indie rock band. And then we, you know, have a piano song on yep. the album. So which again, yeah. I feel like, I feel like, you know, it's a you beautiful,
0: soulful rock. one.
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Uh, well, dude, that's fucking that's Shit. amazing. Um, Fuck yeah, man. Jesus Christ. Brett, you have been an amazing, amazing guest, man. We got to wrap you. it up for us on our end. But let me tell you, dude, what I mean, like sincerely with all my heart, how proud, how amazing how beautiful your story and what it continues to you know do is like it's just so awesome to hear and like I, I i just like i can't wait to see where it goes for you you know from empty space podcast to music for sad people to you personally brett like yo like fucking brilliant man brilliant beautiful yeah, brilliant I, every word i could think of anything i could throw in there like <laughs> i'm really proud of you man and like i Thank really you. i really i really I can't wait to have you on again. I can't wait to Hell talk yeah, more. I can't wait to see what else you got going on. I, I, um, I have two dig small the message, man. Yeah, s- seriously. I got I really two small, it. small requests for you before we head out here. Um, one is to, you know, obviously plug your shit and let <laughs> everyone know where they can get your stuff and all that. And then the other question I have for you is, um, you know, we usually go out with uh, the band we're interviewing's music. Uh, we usually, you know, obviously ask for the permission, and we obviously want to pick uh, the song of your choice that we can go out with, and uh, we'll play the whole thing for you if that's something you're interested in. So, I'll leave you with those two things to to answer for me.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, where you can find me? Um, so we recently got hacked on Instagram about twelve weeks ago, so we had to what? make a new one. yeah yeah that actually that could have been cool to talk about Um, um but anyway yeah so we have a new instagram it's called this is mfsp you can find us on there on tiktok and twitter with that user handle but music for sad people everywhere else um uh again we released our album back in april so it's called self-titled um we recently just started getting into some record stores if you're here in the texas area or like houston area we're in baytown at evolutions and we're in clear lake at sweet spot we're trying to outsource more we're trying to literally ship our album out everywhere so you know if you know anywhere that you think we should be belonging please send us a message we are always like we're really responsive um and uh you know i think uh god the song we should go out with i mean you have the drive up there we all like punk rock i think the drive would be you know i think that's that's, that's the one to to go with end on a bang right. you know right on
3: i love that Yeah, man well thanks for coming on man thanks for taking the time um again like steve said super pumped super fucking proud of you man and thank uh you. really dig the message and keep it going yeah i can't thank wait to you. see I- where this goes
2: yeah and i can't wait to be back on you know hopefully Hell yeah um, man hopefully i'm back on uh music side people's much bigger and y'all are much bigger and you know no matter what you know i i love doing this type of stuff and yeah. this, yeah. I, i'm glad i met y'all because y'all just you're all you're super fucking cool like yeah. i'm not gonna lie let's go dude y'all, y'all, y'all. <laughs> Thanks, this was bro. fun this was fun, yeah. yeah.
0: fun. we love hearing yeah, that man. man i hope you have a great week and uh again we'll be reaching out soon about anything and everything all right buddy awesome all right, brother. Yeah, Stay Have strong, all right?
1: Forwarded to an automated yep. voice right. messaging system. At the tone, please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. I think you saw my heart.